The Texas Football Today podcast is brought to you by Chocolate Milk and Built by Nature. Catch Texas Football Today live weekdays at noon on TexasFootball.com and Facebook. And get involved with the show using hashtag TFToday. Yes, yes, y'all. From the Dave Campbell's Texas Football Mothership here in beautiful Louisville, Texas, it is Texas Football Today, a show on the internet. My name is Greg Tepper. I'm the managing editor of Dave Campbell's Texas Football, a magazine, texasfootball.com, a corresponding website. Thank you for spending part of your day with us. Whether you're watching us live at texasfootball.com or on Facebook, or you're listening to us on the podcast, which you can subscribe to on the podcast vendor of your choice. Either way, thank you for doing your part to support your local mediocre internet show. I'm sitting here, sitting over there in the jump seat today, making us sound good. Wearing her Dave Campbell's Texas football and Fox. Would you look at, look that. at that? Fancy. That is, Whoa. That is Fancy. branding. That's new. It's uh, Ashley Pickle. Yeah. Hello. Hi, it's Football Friday. It is. Woo-hoo. It is Football Friday indeed. Uh, and sitting to my right, I didn't come up with a name for you. Oh, it's Ishmael. No, hey, it's everyone. Up, guys? It's it's <laughs> it's the co-host you like versus the co-host you tolerate. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Francis Ishmael Johnson. What's up? Um. Okay, I, I I'm always interested in hearing from you mm-hmm. whenever you finish the the basketball magazine, mm-hmm. which because, looks awesome, by the way. I, Thank yes, you. it does. Because I know how I feel when I finish the football magazine. Mm-hmm. How do you feel about the basketball magazine done? Uh, the the cover looks great. Yeah, I'm not opening <laughs> it. You're not opening it. No, I'll just say right, we have them in the office. Yeah, um, it hasn't hit. I mean, it's coming out to stores as we speak, and hopefully over the next couple of weeks it'll yeah. be out in stores everywhere. But yeah, I'm not opening it. It's sitting on my desk, and I'm brother. Not <laughs> you and me, man. Because <laughs> I'm the same way. Yeah. I won't open that that football magazine for like at least a week because yeah. it's like I don't want because I know I'm gonna. Open I don't want to look at you s- anymore. <laughs> I'm gonna see. It's not just that. Well, no, it's it, you're gonna find something wrong. You're yeah. going to find, find an error. And it's going to be an error that like only bothers you. Bingo. And so it's like oh. no one's going to notice. And yeah, it's no, I'm good. I'm you are good. so right. That is the one. It's like that. It's the thing that's going to bother you. It's like, dang it. Nobody else is going to notice that there should be a comma there. But there should be a comma there. Right. Uh, anyway. <laughs> and I, I mean, by the way, same thing happened to me for, for the football. I won't. I'll look at everybody else's pages. But if mm, I know I wrote something or if I know I wrote the, or the two-way pages, I won't look at those because I'm like, I did Man. those. I'm good. Well, yeah. <laughs> I, I know what you mean. Who's yeah. Arsenal have this week? Uh, Sheffield United on okay. Monday, so we'll be All watching right. in the I office think here. QPR's got a hull, so gotcha. Today, yeah, today is Friday, October eighteenth, two thousand nineteen. Forty-one days till Thanksgiving. Episode eight forty. Eight forty. The number of innings pitched for Nolan Ryan in his illustrious Texas Rangers. Hey, Ranger. there's a big that is name. An actual, that is an actual <laughs> illustrious <laughs> Texas Rangers. Yeah, yeah, as opposed a... to these spares that I list off every day. Um, on today's show, fellas and ladies. Uh, we are going to announce the Mr. Texas Football Player of the Week, as well as the Derry Max Built by Chuck and Milk Assistant Coach of the Week. And then uh, it's going to be Mailback Friday. We're going to answer your questions up until about we'll, – we'll be able to go until about 1240. I've got to get out of here, and I know Ashley's got to get out of here too. Yeah, I left Where, a big check. What game are you at tonight? Tonight I am at uh, UTA Stadium for Arlington Martin versus mm, Arlington. Should be fun. Yeah. Should be fun. You want to give your hot takes on that one? Uh, how about we wait till Mailbag Friday and I'll Ooh. do it. Ooh, okay. That's okay. a tease. <laughs> dun, dun, dun. Uh, I've, got, I've got thoughts on it, but it'll be good. Um, <laughs> I would like to, so we'll get to that. I would like to introduce a segment, uh, a new segment here on Texas Football Today okay. that I would that I would like to call, boy, that's weird, Tepper. All right. Uh, that, isn't that the whole show? <laughs> it is. <All> right. <laughs> so, 
Actually, you know what? The name of this segment is going to be Weird One-Sentence Stories. That's what okay. it's going to be. Okay. All right? Because I've got like some – I think that if you've got a weird one-sentence story, mm-hmm. that's like a perfect cocktail party story. Be like, hey, <laughs> so, this weird thing happened to me. And I've, then just walk away. I have <laughs> one I can't tell on the air, but I'll tell you off the air. Okay. But then I have one I can tell on the air, which is – give me a camera. NASA tweeted me today. Really? What? There you go. See, I told you. Okay. Like the perfect no, story. The Freaking walk, right? cool. So I, t- I tweeted something. I just tweeted something. Th- like, so there's a spacewalk going on right now. Yeah. And apparently it's the first all women, all women spacewalk, which mm-hmm. is kind of awesome. Yeah. Uh, I think spacewalks are awesome in general, regardless of who's doing yeah. it. <laughs> right. But like that is, you know, pretty groundbreaking. Pretty cool. So there's a spacewalk going on and they were streaming it live. Like they were streaming it on Twitter live. And I just made the point on Twitter. I go. Man, can we just all take a moment and and realize how wild it is that we can watch a spacewalk on our phone? Yeah. That's wild, <laughs> right? And NASA wrote me back with a gif of like a, <laughs> of like a of like a astronaut going like <laughs> That is <laughs> awesome. Like okay, like imagine explaining that to my grandparents, may they rest in peace. Like yeah. explaining them to their grandparents, like, "Hey, by the way, I had like a personal interaction with, with NASA today. And especially, like, it would be different if they just, like, responded back to you, but with a GIF, like, yeah. that's great. It's Good for you. Weird. It's weird. It's up there. My weirdest Twitter interactions <laughs> are probably... Uh, Bun, Bun B still follows me. Like, me and Bun are tight <laughs> on Twitter. Um, so me and Bun B are tight. Uh, we've had him on the show, of course. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then, the other one was, I made a comment to Steve Gutenberg. Uh, I asked him if he ever makes the Stonecutters meetings, because that was a, uh, there's a, a throwaway line in a Simpsons episode about a, a cult that, not a cult, but kind of like a, uh, what, what what are the, what's the actual names of the Stonecutters, as opposed to... Uh, oh, God. Uh, the Mason, Mason, uh, like the, like the Masons. Yeah, uh, Freemasons. So yeah. Yeah, yeah, Freemasons, that's it. It was like... Uh, and there's a throwaway line in a song they do about how they make Steve, they made Steve Gutenberg a star. And so I, I just tweeted, I'm like, hey, do you ever go to those, uh, those uh, Stonecutters meetings? And he wrote back to me. He was like, yeah, they move them around a lot. So I'm not able to get there. I'm like, whoa, Gutenberg. It's a, Twitter's great. weird. Great. Twitter's weird. And when you get, like, I don't know. Like, I, so I am verified on Twitter. Mm-hmm. Humble I, brag. I have. Yeah. <laughs> I, I have like I have a decent amount of followers, yeah. right, on Twitter. Yeah, Dallas social media influencer. That is Greg Tepper. Mm. Uh, <laughs> but when you get that, you start having. It's not that you have like. It's not. Yes, you have more interactions. Yeah. But you have more weird, random interactions. Yeah. And so today, my one sentence story <laughs> is <laughs> NASA tweeted me. That's really cool. Um, and it's okay. st- the live stream is still up right now. You can watch it. Okay. Oh. What? Yeah, there is. Mm-hmm. They're going to be out there for like five hours. Yeah, it's wild. It's wild. One other quick Twitter story. I think mm-hmm. I've told this on the air before, but I'm, I'm going to bring this up. Okay. So I'm at Tepper on Twitter, okay? Mm-hmm. And um, a couple of, about a year ago, maybe a year and a half ago, you may remember that the Carolina Panthers got bought. Mm-hmm. They got bought by a gentleman named David Tepper. Mm-hmm. Now, David Tepper, I'm not related to him, okay? I'm not related to David Tepper. Uh, I mean, we're... I'm related to him in the same way that we're all related. You know, right. we're all in the human family. And we shall right. be rooting for each other. I'm not related to David Tepper. Uh, <laughs> but he bought the Carolina Panthers. But David Tepper had also um, been relatively critical of the president, mm-hmm. President Trump. He had been relatively critical of him. And I started thinking about that. And you start lining things up. You go, I'm at Tepper on Twitter. This is not going to end well. David Tepper has been critical of the president. He's now in the public eye. A great and I said, I, yes, there is a there is at least a point oh oh one percent chance 
that the president adds me on Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> Which would end my social media career. That would be it. I have to shut it down at that point. I'm like, okay, like, what am I going to do? I'm with all these people who are very mad at me. I'm like, I just tweet about high school football. Please leave me alone. Anyway, it hasn't happened yet. But that's a yet. Yeah. Anyway, let's get to this. I should actually close the poll. That's something I should do. Hold on. You're listening to live coverage do, of do, me. Do, do, do. Get um, pickle a soundboard. Um, you're listening to live coverage of me closing the poll and making sure the right guy won, and the guy that we said was going to win won. So there is that. He was up by. It was a late surge. Oh, no. oh my it god! Was oh. <laughs> it happened. Hey, I was going to say it happened that last time. It did. Yeah. <laughs> Dave Campbell's Texas Football, along with Wells Fargo, in conjunction with the Academy Sports and Outdoors Texas Bowl, is proud to present the Mr. Texas Football Player of the Week award to the most deserving high schooler in the state of Texas. Every Monday at noon, TexasFootball.com announces ten candidates for that week's award based on the previous week's on-field performance. We then leave it to you to vote at texasfootball.com. Voting closes each Friday at noon or 12.09, uh, <laughs> with the winner being announced shortly thereafter. I will tell you that it did not change from when we checked in at like 11 o'clock to who the winner is now. So, your Week 7 Mr. Texas Football Player of the Week is... You already got to tell your NASA story. You don't need a drum roll, too. Needville running back Ashton Stredick, who ran for 307 yards and four touchdowns, including a 99-yard touchdown run and an 88-yard touchdown run in Needville's big win over Columbia. Congratulations to all the nominees. Katie Taylor running back Casey Shorter, Round Rock Stony Point running back Kendall Taylor, Midland Lee wide receiver Loke Fuanji, Bushland quarterback Jared Thomas, Longview running back Caden Meredith, Fredericksburg wide receiver Jared Beard, Walks Hatchy Life quarterback Gage Mayfield, Palestine running back Jeremiah Davis, and Fabens running back Jose Reyes. But a very special congratulations to the Week 7 Mr. Texas Football Player of the Week, Needville running back Ashton Stradick. Very well deserved. Uh, actually, we talked to him on the Built for Tough Player of the Week show yesterday. We had a, a live conversation with him. Uh, committed? Do you know where he's committed? No. Princeton. Oh wow! Yes, awesome. wow! And well, I got we Impressive. asked him about that, smart, and he smart. yeah, we asked him about that, and he said something along the lines like, "Yeah, I've I've basically always viewed football as like a path to get a great education." And awesome! I'm like, I'm like my man, <laughs> you got your head screwed on straight. <laughs> yeah, you're gonna do just fine up there in New Jersey. Good awesome, for him. Awesome. Anyway. Dave Campbell's Texas Football and Dairy Max are proud to team up this year to honor excellence in coaching and the hard work that assistant coaches put in on behalf of their teams. Each week, the Texas football staff nominates four deserving assistant coaches for across the state for the Dairy Max Built by Chocolate Milk Assistant Coach of the Week and let fans decide the winner via Twitter poll. It all leads up to the Dairy Max Built by Chocolate Milk Assistant Coach of the Year decided at season's end. The voting is closed. The Week 7 Dairy Max Built by Chocolate Milk Assistant Coach of the Week is... What happens if I just Laredo don't pull it up? United South <laughs> Offensive Coordinator Edwin Garcia. The Panthers scored on six of their seven drives, including 277 yards and four touchdowns from Brian Benavides in an impressive 41-28 win over Laredo Alexander. Congratulations to all the nominees. Mejia Defensive Coordinator Dustin Maddox, Lancaster Defensive Coordinator Val Jackson, and Ganado Offensive Coordinator Josh Irvin. But a very special congratulations to the Week 7 Dairy Max Built by Chocolate Milk Assistant Coach of the Week, Laredo United South Offensive Coordinator Edwin Garcia. Extremely well-deserved for Coach Garcia. We are Texas Football Today. We're here every weekday at noon on TexasFootball.com, talking football in the Lone Star State. You can follow us on Twitter at DCTF. Like us on Facebook, Facebook.com slash Dave Campbell's. Follow us on Instagram, Instagram.com slash Dave Campbell's. And, of course, see us at TexasFootball.com, TexasFootball.com, where you can find complete coverage of high school football, college football, and recruiting all across the Lone Star State. I want you to invite you to check out TexasFootball.com slash Insider. That's our subscription package. Two magazines, a year's worth of exclusive online content at TexasFootball.com. You know what we should do if, as I book our marketing here on the air mm -hmm. live we should have like a like a deal 
that okay. if you become a Dave Campbell's Texas Football Insider, maybe like you get a discount on the basketball magazine. Yeah, we've talked about what we're going to do like, as far you, as that's concerned. Could you lump it in, like package it in? Because I, do, so. I think that there will be people who would be super interested in that. Like For at sure. least, oh, like, yeah. at the very least, yeah. like I know they're, you know, you're, you're a perfect example. Mm-hmm. You are a basketball fan. Mm-hmm. You're also a football fan. Mm-hmm. You'd be interested in all that stuff. Yeah. Anyway, that's not available right now. We'll think about that. We're going to think about that. Anyway, um, if you become a David Campbell's Texas Insider, you get the recruiting magazine, you get the summer 2020 summer magazine, and a year's worth of exclusive online content at TexasFootball.com. I will tell you this. If you're going to a game tonight and you're going to be in the car, you want to become a Dave Campbell's Texas Football Insider right now so you can download the Tep and Step podcast and listen to Tep and Step, our premium high school football podcast. Step and I nerd out for about 70 minutes on week seven of te- or week eight of the Texas high school season. That's a lot of nerding. Including a very fun Texas high school fun fact of the week that you will very much enjoy. So, TexasFootball.com slash insider to become a great, uh, a great uh, Dave Campbell's Texas football insider. Makes great gifts as well. Uh, what's coming up? Halloween's coming up, but that's, that's basic. Um, Thanksgiving is around the corner. Get it, get it for your friends at Thanksgiving. Textfootball.com. What? You're such a Thanksgiving homer. Like, I, I appreciate the fact of, of that, but you can't just skip past Halloween. Not with that attitude. <laughs> I'm done for the day. Uh, I'm done for the mailbag day. Mailbag Friday. <laughs> mailbag Friday. We are answering your questions live here on this internet show about high school ball, college football, recruiting, lifestyle, romance, travel. All sorts of things. Whatever you have questions about, we will answer them for the next uh, 26 minutes. But as you get questions in, some quick Thursday thoughts. Mm-hmm. Almost an entirely unnotable Thursday. South Lake Carroll drubbed Keller Timber Creek. Uh, Klein Oak won. Um, Umble, I watched a little bit of the, I, I watched on Texan Live, I watched a little bit of, of uh, the Umble versus Pasadena game, and that was never going to be particularly close, but I wanted to get some eyes on, on Umble, and I'm, I'm, I'm impressed. I think they're, they're pretty darn good. Um, it was kind of a you know a, a, a slate across there. The one thing that was interesting, there was a game out in El Paso. Mm-hmm. Uh, Franklin Fra- Franklin mm-hmm. was playing. I believe our friend uh, Adrian Broadus was. Yes, he was out game. there. Uh, Franklin and uh, Coronado, okay. and Coronado's really struggling. They're riding the struggle bus big time. Mm-hmm. Franklin's probably now they lost to America. They're probably the second best team in America in, mm-hmm. in El Paso. That game was fourteen six at halftime, and that game I think finished up twenty eight fourteen. You want to talk about rivalry games? <laughs> that is the power of the rivalry game. Mm-hmm. Uh, it will make it will make games uncomfortable uh, when it shouldn't be uncomfortable. Um, the other game that was particularly interesting last night uh, was Killeen. Do you see this? Mm-hmm. Killeen yeah. beat Belton forty-four to seventeen. Made that district interesting. More that, interesting. Yeah, twelve-six A is weird now and part of it a big part of it is that i think the clean schools are just a lot better this year yeah like shoemaker they have, especially mm-hmm. they have caught up shoemaker uh, i think harker heights is not bad mm-hmm. uh, and then obviously Colleen gets a big win for belton now that turns things really upside down for a lot of teams because belton is the largest school in that district and they are now in like the legit danger zone of missing the playoffs i believe right now if obviously we've still got season to go but they're in fifth right now. they're in fifth so. i mean they're two and three in district that's yeah. not good um, they still got Midway coming up. Still got Midway. I mean, that now kind of becomes a must-win for them. Mm-hmm. And the interesting thing about that is that because of the large school in that district, if they don't make the playoffs, Midway goes to the Division One bracket, which is kind of weird because it may actually uh, – I was I will put this in our Slack chat last night. It may actually be better for them mm-hmm. because if they lose – so let's just say Midway loses to Temple. Sure. Okay, Midway loses to Temple. They would be – 
uh, the second seed in Division Two. This is kind of what we ran into last year. Mm-hmm. And their first round matchup would be at Longview. Okay, bad news. That's bad news. Yes. That's it's it's less, they are going to be sizable underdogs in that game. Yeah. Okay. If they go to the Division One bracket mm-hmm. and they're the top seed out of Division One, which which would be their projection right now, they would get like Mesquite Horn. Who they'd be favored over. I mean, Horn's interesting, but I think they'd be... Fa- now, Mesquite Horn has a history of making people look silly who count them out. But they'd get a home game against Mesquite Horn. Mm-hmm. Then they'd probably get a team like Prosper, um, which, again, is a good team, but it's like, would you rather play one of those two teams or Longview? Longview yeah. You know what I mean? I mean, yeah, but it's also... I mean... <laughs> But it's that they same, literally it's, did this thing last well, year. Well, Temple, Temple. Yeah. Temple <laughs> like, did last year where they, they lost. Like, that. Well, we can't play Longview. They we didn't, gotta, they didn't go. lose that game intentionally. They, I, I know, but know, it's but, but they they that was that was the discussion. It. That, that was the discussion <laughs> for sure. Where it was like Longview or Mesquite Horn. Yeah, like, yeah, and the Mesquite, Mesquite Horn is like, of course, Mesquite Horn take it. We'll bring it. Anyway, it's just very interesting. That was probably the most notable result from last night. Yeah, was was Belton's loss. That that kind of turns that District Twelve Six A even more upside down. So. Uh, those were my Thursday thoughts, and then um, uh, Pat Mahomes is 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 yeah. Is you hate to see I think that. Shefter just tweeted that. Uh, I know he had a dislocated knee. Well, the, it, apparently, let's see, where the, is it right here? They uh, were thinking a torn patella something. Right, they were. So the last night, the report was best case scenario, quote unquote, was three weeks, mm-hmm. um, and apparently the MRI came back. Uh, "Quote unquote good," mm. and it turns out the, it's looking about three weeks. Okay, good. So well, good. That yeah. is Dave Campbell. Because it looked, a, it looked really bad. It was just on the, it's just on the screen. Oh, Pat Mahomes. Oh, uh, Pat Mahomes cool. was just on the screen. Uh, yeah. I, I planned that, actually. Dave, <laughs> Dave Campbell's Texas football uh, uh, cover boy, yeah. Pat Mahomes, uh, went down. Um, and yeah, On a QB sneak. Why are you running? Stop running QB sneaks with a guy who was already hurt. Like his ankle was yeah. already banged mm-hmm. up. Yeah, that was a... Mm, I don't know. Yeah. Anyway, Mailbag Friday. We have 22 minutes of mailbag to get to. So, Ashley. And lots of questions. So. Here we go. Uh, first one up, um, if Katie Pato steals one or more of their next three mm-hmm. games, would that be a big deal? That uh, was they, from if, Matthew McSpadden. Yeah, if they win tonight, that would be a huge deal. Mm-hmm. Um, that Pato, if you didn't know, they are, they are one of uh, six um, battles of unbeatens tonight um, across the state. Uh, they play a Consolidated at in College Station tonight. And Peyto has been great. Jonathan Jolly, their running back, has been great. Their defense has been really, really good. They've been crushing people. But their schedule has been mm, not great. Mm. Not the best. They haven't mm-hmm. run a murderous row. Yeah. And so what's going to be interesting is it's one of those things. I don't want to be clear. I'm not saying that I think Katie Peyto is bad because I don't think they're bad. What, I, what I'm saying is we don't know. Like we have no idea. They, they, because on one hand, they've been going out there and they've been playing these teams mm-hmm. and they've been creaming them. Yep. They have been absolutely crushing them. And if it was, I, I was having this thought yesterday, if it was Allen doing that, mm-hmm. they were playing teams they were better than and they were just crushing them, we'd be like, yeah, yep, sure. Allen, yeah. they're, they're team to know. Right. But we don't give Peyto the benefit of the doubt quite yet. They win the night. You know, it's possible. I mean, it's possible they go out there and they win, and it's yeah. possible they go out there and they they body Anum Consolidated. I think that would be a pretty pretty surprising mm-hmm. if that were to happen. I think so too. But so if they win tonight, they're for. I'll be honest. If they just play because Anum Consolidated is playing about as well as anybody in the state right now. Mm-hmm. If they just play them tight, if they keep that game tight into the second half, fourth quarter, yeah, I'd be very impressed with that. This is one of those games, kind of like you go back to um, when Katie played Katie Tompkins. 
right? Mm-hmm. We were like, Tompkins was undefeated, but we didn't really know how good they were. Mm-hmm. Going up, here's a big test. And they lost, but they played them. They gave them a scare. Really good run. They played, gave them a scare, and that made us go, okay, this team is legit. If Peyto does that same thing tonight, another KD team, mm-hmm. if they're able to do that, then uh, I, w- I would have a lot of uh, – then I'd be very impressed with them because they still got Lamar consolidated on the schedule, and then I think they still got Huntsville on the schedule. Uh, a lot to do from here on out. What's next, Ashley? Um, up next, sorry, I was responding to a comment. Um, okay, let's see. Who do you have out of Shiner and Weimer, two undefeated oh, teams in a two-way fun. D1 District 15? This is a tasty one. The unfortunate thing – I'll just start off by saying the unfortunate thing for Weimer's 7-0 start is that, like, nobody – like. District two uh, A uh, Division One hasn't mm-hmm. really moved, yeah, and they've been like on that like eleven twelve range yeah. and punchy like we want to put them in the top ten, but yes. like no one else is losing in right. Division One. Division Two is the craziness, but like yeah. Division One has stayed stagnant, so it's like Weimar is just in that twelve yeah. to eleven. I so don't know like, exactly where our computers have them. Uh, let's but I feel see. like well, it's and, like and, el- it has to be like please, eleven twelve thirty. Please become a uh, com- uh, Dave Campbell's Texas Football Insider at yeah. TexasFootball.com. The computer has them tenth. Okay, okay, so we are we are a little bit yeah. we have them a yeah. little bit lower. They're fundamentally eleven, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and going up against Shiner, who the computer, by the way, has number one mm. ahead of Refurio, mm. uh, ahead of, of of all those other fantastic teams in two A Division One, like yep. San Saba. Um, they have them number one, and I can see why because they have been bludgeoning people. Mm-hmm. They have been crushing them. Their defense has been excellent uh, all year long, but so has Weimers. Yeah, and, and that's what's interesting. Uh, I, I think that the, the defenses are going to take center stage in this one. Two great running backs. Ravondre Wicks, the running back for, for Reimer, and then Donye Taylor, the running back for Shiner. Uh, I think this game is going to be physical. It's going to be a lot of fun. It's going to be a lot of ice baths. I think I think I think Weimer, I think Weimer Stadium is going to be jumping. Yeah. I think it's good. like this is a big game. Mm-hmm. And I think that folks down there understand what a big game it is. I mean, fundamentally, all due respect to Wallace Brazos, who's having a nice year. Well, this is the district. This is the district. This is the district. You win this game, you, you're winning the district, and you're the number one seed, uh, which would you know serve you well, especially in Region Four. Mm-hmm. You want to finish as high as possible, man. You do not want to start slipping into that that second, third spot because that's when you start drawing those heavy hitters early in the playoffs. So, uh, very interested in that. I picked Shiner in the picks video. I'm gonna stick with that. Um, somebody, uh, our buddy Craig Frick, got to me on on Twitter, and he said he thinks Shiner's gonna hang fifty tonight. That would surprise me. If Shiner hangs yeah. fifty, if Shiner hangs fifty on a really good Weimer team uh, that has given up sixty points all year uh, in seven games, if they hang fifty on them, gotta start looking at the Comanches. I'll as start. The favorite. Yeah, I'll start considering them to to bump up to number one, mm-hmm. really and truly, uh, because that would be a really impressive result. Uh, now, if they win fifty to forty nine, that's obviously different. But yeah, anyway, did you say Greg was the one that made that comment to you earlier? Uh, Craig. Craig. Oh, yeah. Well, Greg asked that question, so I was just. Wondering. Hi, oh. Greg. Hi, Greg. Um, okay, another Mother one. Excellent naming taste. <laughs> <laughs> Angel Hernandez said, "Jim Ned versus Wall. Who you got?" Another uh, battle of unbeaten's um, down there in this one's in Tuscola, and these two teams have done something that nobody else has done in this decade, which is they have both gone to Mason and won. They did it this season. Wall did it on Texas Football Days in the opener, and then Jim Ned did it a couple of weeks later. Uh, Jim Ned's defense has been stupid good. Like they've, I think they've pitched four shutouts in their first six games. In fact, I yep. believe their first three games they shut out all their opponents. They mm-hmm. had a lot of point through three games. Uh, then they go to Mason, they give up nineteen. Okay, Mason's really good. Uh, going up against Wall, who has not slowed down uh, at all um, since that opener. 
Mason Fuchs, their quarterback, has been awesome. He's a he's an operator. And the thing that strikes me about Wall is that they're they're really big for a three eighteen. They have great size, um, and they're going to mash people in the trenches. I think this game, for all the offensive firepower that we're going to see in this game, and and Jim Ned's got a lot of weapons. I think this game might be like a race to like twenty four points. I think this game's going to be low scoring. Um, that's my thought on it. I picked Wall. I. Uh, my confidence level is not super high. The computer, um, let's see, what does the computer have? The computer thinks Wall is a favorite as well uh, on the road. Now, now the the computer also has Wall second in the state. Mm-hmm. So consider that. Um, I I think this is a close game. I think it's a low-scoring game. Uh, I'm very excited about this one, but I think I'm going to lean a little bit towards Wall on this one. What's next, Ashley? Um, we will switch over to a different type of question here. So Mies asked, hypothetically, if someone had a DCF, DCTF shirt and attended a hypothetical great game on Friday like today, mm-hmm. what are the chances that that person could make their way into the press box? All hypothetical, of course, with the eye emoji. I want to be clear <laughs> about this. I'm going to nip this in the bud. Please do not... Pass yourself off as a representative <laughs> of Dave Campbell's Texas football. If you're not a representative of Dave Campbell's Texas football, we love you guys, really and truly. Please don't, please don't do that. <laughs> if you're a photographer with a press pass, do it. Great, but please don't, please don't do that because all, really and truly, <laughs> all that's going to do is create headaches for me. Yeah, which maybe which is you want to do, fun, but, but. You know, much, much less. Okay, how about this? It'll create headaches for Ish. And nobody wants to do Aww. that. Don't drag me into it, but Don't. it will too. It but will. it will. <laughs> it will. Yeah. If you do that, I'm going to pass this problem on to Ish. And, you're, yeah. and, and look at him. And he doesn't was, need that. that. Look at him. Yeah. Come on. He had a great weekend last weekend at ACL. Don't ruin yeah. it. Come on. <laughs> What's next, Ashley? Um, up next, we will go back. Let's see. Uh, Allison Brown said, how many, uh, how many does Longview hang up on Rockwall Heath? And from watching Rockwall Heath last week... I think it could be a fairly sizable number. Um, so Longview's offense is rolling. Uh, yeah. Whatever kind of like hiccups that Haynes King had early mm-hmm. have, are gone. And Caden Meredith has been great. Mm-hmm. Their running back has been really good. Going up against a Heath team that, um, well, they have struggled defensively. They mm-hmm. have, let's just let's just say that they have given up. Let me do a little bit of quick math. Here. And to be fair, their coach told me last week he was like, "You expect to give up a certain amount of defensive points if your offense is moving that quickly all yeah. the time." So he knows that, but yes, it's probably even a little worse than what you would think. They're giving up 36 points a game, which yep. is no bueno uh, when you're going up against a team like Longview, um, and especially uh, at Lobo Stadium. Uh, Longview's a favorite. Longview's an understandable favorite. Longview's a significant favorite. I think Longview rolls. All right. You good there? I don't want to take over or anything. (laughs) He's just glaring at me. Um, What do you think about Weatherford versus Trinity game tonight? This one was from Caleb Thomas. Yeah, interesting um, game here because this is two very different styles um, that you know what Trinity is about. Mm -hmm. Trinity is about grinding it out on the ground, tough defense, physical, being bigger and more physical than you. Going up against Weatherford, who is a wide-open, spread, <clears throat> air it out with Ken Seals, running on the ground with Des Forrest type team that wants to get out and run. Um, what I look at, um, who's Weatherford's loss to? Weatherford, San Angel. 
Weatherford has lost to San Angelo Central right now. That was on the road. That was a long trip. This is also a road game, which is a less long trip, but not as long a trip, but still a sizable road trip for them. They got to go across Fort Worth to get there. Um, Trinity is very good at home at at, 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 in HEB. Um, Trinity is, and I think that if you were to, I think Trinity is a lot closer to. You're not going to be able to to trick them into your game. They're going to play their game, and they're going to run it and grind it out. And so, to me, this has got to be about them, uh, Weatherford, hitting hitting some home runs and hitting some big plays. But the problem is I don't know how well they're going to match up up front, and that's going to be a problem for them. So I lean towards Trinity in this one. What's next? Um, this one is probably – Ish, you'll probably be able to answer this one better. Someone asked uh, if the spreads were not used in the college pickums this week. Mm. Yes. Uh, so there was a, um, a little hiccup with the API um, that we pull over – to get the spreads over from the uh, for the college games, and we got it fixed, but we got it fixed for next week because people had already made their picks, and we feel this week it's just going to be a straight up pick them, mm-hmm. right? As far as versus the spread, and some people had made their picks based on just picking straight up winners, yeah. and so we thought we thought it'd be unfair to then add uh, retroactively to then yeah. add spreads to that would just mess things up. So this yeah. week for this week because it was an error with the API and through our site, uh, it's just a straight up pick winners um yeah and i believe you have still have a couple hours uh t- or yeah. actually i think you know it closed yesterday closed yesterday because we had some games yes. um but uh yes so for for college for college spreads will be back next week it was an error with the website that's on us uh for this week only it'll be pick winners straight up cool perfect all right thanks ish mm-hmm. um okay let's see steven garcia asked thoughts on la vega at stevenville uh super interesting for a couple of reasons one um i mean look if you if you look in a vacuum in a vacuum la vega is a big favorite in this game Okay, they should be, um, because uh, they have they are the I think they're the better team. Stephenville has been a team that has really for for having a great quarterback in Kate Renfro, their offense has really struggled. Uh, they just have not found that kind of rhythm offensively that we come to expect from Stephenville teams. Their defense has kind of held them in games, uh, but but you know that's that's going to be very difficult against La Vega. So in a vacuum, you would say okay, La Vega is your favorite. We don't operate in a vacuum though, ish, because I don't know if you guys heard. But there will be several La Vega players suspended for this game for their part in that brawl a couple of weeks ago with Liberty Ilo. Mm-hmm. Now, from what I understand, they have not released who is going to be suspended. Mm-hmm. We're just going to find out tonight in Stephenville. <laughs> like, who's there? Um, it's going to be really interesting. Um, uh, and so that adds an intri- level, le- another layer of intrigue. I would still lean towards La Vega on the road with the giant asterisk that if if a lot of their key players are missing this game or missing half of this game, like that's a huge deal. Yeah, you know. And and from what I understand, I want to see if I found. I think I want to say um, Smokey had it. Let's see. For what? Yeah, uh, La Vega will be without twelve players, players due to an on-field wow. fight. Yeah. yeah. Um. That is some will miss a half, some will miss the whole game. I think. Yes. Uh, Chad Conan had, um, and he even said that uh, Ilo is also suspending more than twelve. Yeah. They, so. yeah, I know Clint King came down really hard on his team too. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, this is a this is a, a, a really intriguing game uh, because of that. The computer, which does not know that those players are suspended because it is an unfeeling robot, right? <laughs> um, they they have the uh, they have uh, La Vega by seventeen. Um, so can they close a seventeen point gap? 
Probably so. With that, you know, Theory, with that. you'd imagine. We're gonna see. Yeah, we're gonna find out. So it's 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 a big, big, interesting game. I need to make like a little graphic of like a little computer face to pop up every time yes. we talk about the computer. Just an I'll unfeeling, get on that. An unfeeling robot. <laughs> yeah, just an angry yeah. little computer face. Um, let's see. Rob Hadaway asked what I was going to ask next. He said, "Wasn't Tep going to give his thoughts on the Arlington Martin versus Arlington High? Should be a good game." Uh, Ashley, what are your thoughts on the game tonight? I think Martin's going to come out with the win. Okay. I think like I think it'll be a good game, and obviously with a rivalry as big as this one is, and all the implications that it has going into it, and you know. Arlington did lose to Bowie last week, which makes it a little more interesting. And I know that a lot of people, we talked about that a little bit in the Slack chat earlier about uh, Jahari Rogers not being holding the reins of the offense, you know, for Arlington makes it a little different, but it's a big rivalry game. Um, It's a big rivalry game. And the thing for Arlington has got to be that they have got to find a way past uh, what has been a really good Martin defense? That's mm-hmm. kind of the name of the game for them. Because I do think that their, I do think their defense, Arlington's defense, is actually going to match up pretty well with Martin's attack. Because Martin's attack has been good, but maybe not amazing. Mm-hmm. I think it's going to be, a, I think it's going to be pretty close. Um, I picked Martin in in the picks video. I'm going to stick with Martin. Um, I think they're the favorite in this one, but I think this game is going to be close. I think this game is going to be a one score game, and that's going to make for a fun evening for you. Yeah, yes. I'm really hoping so. <laughs> So What's next, Ashley? We will see with that. Um, let's see. Uh, Ed asked, any idea what's going on at Garrison and Paris? Um, they're going to play, I think. Um, Probably. No, they're not. Garrison Garrison and Paris. I, I don't, I, unfortunately, I don't know what he's referring <laughs> to. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, well, well, if, if he's we don't know, yeah. They've kind of underachieved. Like, Garrison has, I would say, definitely underachieved. They, they, they lost last week. Um, to ba, 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 Beckville, I think they lost to Beckville, and and this is a uh, it's a Garrison team that has just not been able to find its footing offensively in the same way that we we thought they were going to. And then Paris, they went, lost to Salina last. Paris week. got no, they didn't lose to Salina. No, they got pummeled. By they Salina. got yeah. bodied <laughs> by Salina last week. Now part of that is that I do think that Salina is a pretty good team, and they got a yeah. big mm-hmm. test tonight against Melissa. Mm-hmm. I believe our um, Katie Angelson will be there for Fox Sports Southwest. Uh, but for Paris, and by the way, they get Argyle tonight, which, okay, no rest for the weary. The biggest thing for them is that, like, the it feels like they can't get everyone on the same page. Mm-hmm. Like, there are some games where their defense is lights out, but the offense just no-shows. And then there's other games where it's the reverse. They've got to get, if they ever get things clicking, I still think that they're a, a supremely talented team. Yeah. But they just have not been able to get everything working in the same way. So that would be my response to that relatively vague question. Okay. What's next? Um, up next, we'll go uh, Ish, your your favorite guys that you watch, Decatur versus Springtown. Oh, yeah. Who do you pick? I was going to go. I was going to go to this game. I'm, I'm into, I ended up going to, um, or I'm going to go to Hutto at Cedar Park, but because I haven't, because I've already seen Decatur this year. But, uh, God, that's going to be a fun one because I, w- I did want to see Cameron Ricketts this year for Springtown mm-hmm. just because he was a lot of fun um, against, uh, when I saw him, when me and Max saw him against Hershey last year. I pick Springtown because yeah, I think I their I think their I think but. their defense is is going to be the difference in that one. Now, right. 
I do think that you look at Decatur and that offense is a freaking yeah, man, flamethrower. He's so good. A lot of fun to watch. He's so good. And um, the Tulsa commit. Mm-hmm. Uh, he is a really, really solid, solid quarterback who I think has grown into the, into the role. It's um, Decatur. I think I'm gonna go Decatur. Okay. I, I, we're on opposite ends of that, and I think yeah. that I think that's I think that's appropriate for yeah. a game like this, where it's yeah. like where this is gonna be. I think a really good game. Another one of those six matchups of unbeaten's tonight. Yeah. I'll say that Decatur defense is gonna be hurting because Cameron Ricketts, man, that, that's he that's a bowling runs. Ball. Like, physical <laughs> he, when me and max are on the sideline we're just like he just looks solid like it just looks like it hurts to <laughs> yeah he brick runs, wall yeah yeah. He, yeah he runs he runs like he runs like he's just like a a, a brick house on wheels yeah so just angry wall. he just looks mad yeah, and it's, exactly. i'm like just, just settle down man you we know? got four <laughs> minutes ashley all right let's see um first off, okay go ahead and give give the uh give the opinions on the cedar park cutto game Oh quick. yeah, uh, I was at this game last year. Or me or Greg, I don't know. It was you kind of vaguely hinted at someone giving their opinion on it. Yeah, I'm assuming me, but anyway. you go. Um, uh, I went to this game last year as kind of to see if Huddo was for real, like if if that was really the coming out party for Huddo, and it was. They really drubbed Cedar Park. Um, this year, they look a little bit more evenly matched. Cedar Park looks to be back to being doing Cedar Park things, um, but Huddo hasn't fallen off as as much as I thought they would. I thought like last year's seniors class was so special and that this year would be a massive rebuild for them. And it really hasn't been that way. Um, their defense has looked really good and I kind of want to get eyes on them. Um, yeah. And especially against an opponent like Cedar Park, I think Hutto had, let me see. Yeah. They had a very uh, convincing one over uh, Liberty Hill earlier this uh-huh. year. Um, granted, Liberty Hill is also rebuilding, but they kind of, Pummeled yeah. them. Uh, they beat a good Georgetown team. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, that's I think, why I'm I, think I think both these teams are for real. I think Hutto has, or I think Cedar Park has figured out their offense after struggling early in the year. Yeah, uh, Ryder Hernandez is on fire right mm-hmm. now. He's just hot. Uh, and if Hutto's defense was playing like this last year, yeah, like I that's, think they, that's that's what's going to be the big test for yeah. them. It's like I want to see what this Hutto defense has. By the way, I did get a text from Brad Laplante. Uh, the coach at Hutto, mm-hmm. who said that uh, he sent me a photo that he said it's a three Snickers day whenever I pick against him, and so I picked I picked Cedar Park in the picks. <laughs> he said I mean, he said I got three Snickers lined up for for this, and I said go make me look dumb. So there you go. Um, I have a two more. Two more. All right, we'll do. Uh, let's see here. Let's make see. sure you got an ender though. Yeah, I was fixing to say, can we can we do like three quick ones? Oh fuck. Okay. Oh, okay. God. First off, Lyft or Uber? Lyft. Yeah, Lyft, if I, like, Lyft isn't, now, now, it used to be that you kind of had, like, was, that choice was made for you, but now Lyft is kind of everywhere. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I prefer Lyft. I, I think that it's, it's a little bit more um, user-friendly. Mm-hmm. I like that one. Perfect. All right. Um, the next one is, what's up with the Beat Navy shirt, LOL, 0408? Monken Hive. It's the Monken Hive. This is the, this is the, 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 the Louisville chapter of the Todd Monken Appreciation Society. Um, go Army. Army's got a big game this week against Georgia State. Mm-hmm. Going to get a big win. Uh, go Army. Go Army. Finally. And then finally, Tepper, what is your favorite type of Thanksgiving Day turkey, oven roasted, smoked, or fried? Because we like to okay. end Mailbag sure. Friday on Thanksgiving questions. Sure, a great question. An excellent question. <laughs> um, <laughs> we'll, I go, think, we'll go single cam for I this. Thank you. I think that the baked turkey, like you don't mess with success, right? It's classic. Mm-hmm. It's really good. Can't go wrong with baked turkey. I think if you say your baked baked turkey is your favorite, awesome. Smoked turkey. I have I have never smoked a turkey myself. Now I have a smoker and I like to. That's something I've kind of been toying with. But I want to do a turkey breast first and then kind of grow up into that. Um, <laughs> but smoked turkey here. that I've had <laughs> is excellent. Fried turkey 
is extremely, extremely risky because good fried turkey is amazing. Good fried turkey is is some of the best stuff you'll ever have. But even just like okay fried turkey, ooh, it can be it can be problematic. And the uh, the risk factor with that is mm-hmm. pretty high. It's also the, the oh yeah yeah you can also blow up your Blowing house. You can also blow up, up your house. Yeah, yeah like that's worth mentioning that you can blow up your house. Oh, um, so unless yeah. you're guaranteed to make some great fried, fried turkey. turkey. <laughs> yeah, if yeah. you're taking a big old. Can you imagine rest. like almost setting the roof on fire and like getting it coming out? It's like oh, it's okay. My father, yeah. <laughs> uh, my father has a, a turkey fryer. We've fried a couple of turkeys before, but yeah. he always keeps the turkey fryer right next to it is where they used to live, yeah. right next to the pool. Oh right, yeah, it's always so yeah. that yeah, so that if if it hits the fan, just like. <laughs> would you ever would you be more upset if you blew like a hole through your roof or if you messed up the turkey after like all that work i mean it's close yeah. it's, it's it's a close like, i got homeowners insurance <laughs> you know what i mean we can't just go get another turkey, turkey. Can't get another i don't have turkey in <laughs> That's going to do it for us. Thank you for spending part of your day with us. Please watch Fox Sports Southwest tonight. My bosses want me to say that. Yes. Follow us on Twitter at DCTF. Like us on Facebook. Facebook.com slash Dave Campbell's. Follow us on Instagram. Instagram.com slash Dave Campbell's. And, of course, see us at TexasFootball.com. For Ashley Pickle and Ishmael Johnson, I'm Greg Tepper. Vince Young, please meet your player of the year trophy. We'll see you Monday on Texas Football Today.